0: I'm thankful for the the cross today. As you can see behind me, we've got a, a big cross. Beautiful cross. The old rugged cross. I'm glad to be a part of a church that is not ashamed of the cross. There's a lot of... A lot of churches in America that have abandoned the cross, they've taken the symbol away from our sanctuaries because it's it's offensive, causes people to stumble, wonder about that. The Bible's filled with stories about the cross, and today we're going to look at uh, a real hero when you came in you were you were you were given a, a a cross a small cross how i wish that the crosses that we were called to bear were this small it would be so convenient wouldn't it? it weighs a couple ounces smooth Fits in our, fits in our pocket or, or purse. Can't possibly offend anybody. You just stick in your purse. And, but we want this to be just a, a small little reminder today of the cross that we are all called to carry. Chances are you're here today and the cross that you're carrying right now is is not small or smooth or light. It's heavy. It's cumbersome. It's awkward. Gets in the way. You want to leave it, but you but you can't, you want to get rid of the weight, but it, it doesn't leave you, and today we're going to look at the, the day, the moment, when Christ could no longer carry his own cross. If you have your Bibles, we're going to Matthew chapter... 27, and just uh, a quick verse. Beginning at verse uh, 32. Christ has already been sentenced to death. He is in the process of heading to Golgotha and he's starting to carry the cross. That will eventually kill him says in verse 32, as they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon. And they forced him to carry the cross and they came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. Our hero today is Simon of Cyrene. You don't hear much about him. He's an unsung hero. Like last week, we studied the hero Procula, the, the, the wife of Pilate, who went to Pilate and said, I had a dream. This man is innocent. Have nothing to do with him. Procula was a, an unsung hero in the Easter story. Today, Simon of Cyrene is an is a unsung hero. All we know is his name. He only gets one sentence. He only gets one little mention, and yet what a powerful hero. When he woke up that morning, he probably had no idea that after lunch, as a spectator, he would be forced to, To carry the cross of Christ. One moment, a few minutes, and Christ found himself unable to carry the cross. And it just so happened that there was a man by the name of Simon. His name means to hear. Maybe that morning he heard the voice of the Holy Spirit speak to him and and, and prompt him just to simply observe and watch and and be be a fan of the spectacle that was taking place that day. Maybe he just heard in his spirit that he needed to go to the town and observe what was going on. He's from Cyrene. Cyrene means supreme power. When you hear God's voice, when you obey God's voice, when you are sensitive to the Holy Spirit, when you find yourself in positions and opportunities, you become extremely powerful when you are able to hear the voice of the Spirit speak to you. It wasn't by chance, this wasn't an accident. Simon was supposed to be there because God knew that there would be a moment, there would be a few minutes, there would be a window, watch this, where Christ could no longer carry his own cross. And somebody was there. It's not an accident. God orchestrated this beautiful story, this unsung hero, and organized the fact that Simon would be there at that day, at that moment, and that time when Christ could no longer carry his cross. Boy, if I were to, if I were to want to write my own script, my own story, this would certainly be a, a beautiful story to have said about you. That you were the man you were the woman, when Christ could no longer carry his cross, that you were there to step up and to carry the cross of Christ. We're going to look just for the next few moments about the cross and the cross that we all have to carry, the cross that sometimes is heavy, the cross that, 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 that maybe God is orchestrating a moment this week for you to carry someone else's cross when they can't carry their own cross. It's awkward, it's heavy, it gets in the way, it's not glamorous, it's hard to maneuver and to operate when you carry a cross, but as disciples we're gonna find in the next few moments that we're all called to carry a cross. And chances are the cross that we carry is going to weigh a whole lot more than the cross you've got in your pocket. It's not going to be smooth. It's not going to be convenient to hide. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be heavy. But in the end, you and I are going to see today that God will give us the grace to be able to carry whatever cross we've been asked to carry. If you're with me this morning, let me hear an amen. When you carry a cross, I'm going to give you six points today, and we're going to go quickly through these, and we're just going to look at when you carry a cross. Our our word for the day is compassion. I'm believing that this week, God's going to give you the opportunity to have compassion on somebody and carry their cross when they are unable to carry their own cross. God's going to bring someone to your mind. God's going to bring someone to your thought. God's going to give you the opportunity to pick up, and although you are already carrying your own cross, he's going to give you the chance to carry someone else's cross just for a few moments. Because as disciples, that's what we are called to do. We're called to carry our own cross, and we're also called to carry others' crosses. So when you carry a cross, number one, if you're still with me, let me hear an amen. You're aware that as believers, we all have a cross to carry. How many believers do I have here today? Six of you. As believers, we need to be reminded that that, that we all have a cross to bear. Look in the scripture, Matthew chapter 16 verse 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up the cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for that for me will find it. What good would it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their own soul? Christ commands us to pick up our cross, and to carry it. When I was a teenage boy growing up at Calvary Assembly, I had the opportunity of being impacted by a man by the name of Arthur Blessett. Arthur Blessett was a somewhat of a Baptist hippie. He went to a Baptist seminary, quit and decided to move to California and set up a coffee shop on Hollywood Strip, right next to a topless joint. From there, his ministry expanded, and one time he he, he put a, a cross up in the coffee shop, which was called His Place, and he started ministering to the men and women in Southern California and then really all around the world. He took this cross off the wall and decided to start walking up and down Hollywood Boulevard. And for the next 50, 60 years, he was known as the the pilgrim with the cross. He walked over 43,000 miles in 329 countries around the world, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. What a hero. What a man. Had the chance several times to, to be in. A service where he would preach and his conviction and his humility was contagious. You see, if you are a, a disciple, you're aware that as disciples we are commanded to take up our cross and to follow him. It doesn't mean that you got to be like Arthur Blessed and, and carry a cross t- to your work every day. Raising your kids, being with your grandkids, carrying a cross, it was, it was his calling, it was his mission, but he, he served a tremendous purpose in the body of Christ, reminding us that it is not fun or easy to carry the cross of Christ. See, we all have crosses to bear. Some are bigger than others, some are smaller than others come in different shapes, different sizes, different weights. But the reality of discipleship and following Christ is that if you are going to follow Christ, you have to have a cross. It's required that you and I carry our cross every day. And when you carry a cross, you're aware that as a disciple, it's your commandment to follow him, and to carry your cross. If you're gonna follow Christ, you gotta carry a cross. I, I'd like to ask you today, what, what does your cross look like? What is the characteristics of your cross? What is the story of, of, of your cross? Because your cross doesn't look like mine, mine doesn't look like yours, yours is different as we are all unique and different, We all have one thing in common. We're called to carry a cross. How convenient it would be for me to 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 not have to carry the cross. It's awkward. Inconvenient. I'm wanting to move a little bit more than I normally move, but I can't move when I'm carrying a cross. What a beautiful reminder for all of us that as disciples of Jesus Christ, if we're gonna follow him, we have to follow him with a cross. Number two, if you're still with me, let me hear an amen. Amen. When you carry a cross, number one, you're aware that all believers must carry one, but number two, when you carry a cross, at times it will be too much to bear, but others will carry it for you. Have you ever had a time when the cross that you were bearing was just too much? You couldn't, you couldn't carry it another moment. You couldn't carry it another day. It had become so overwhelming, so hard, so difficult, and you are like, God, I don't know if I could carry the cross. Just one more time. I don't know if I can make it. And someone stepped up like Simon and said, I'm going to carry your cross. I, I've been in ministry 40 years. I've, I feel like I've had to carry... A cross for, for, for many years, many of you know, on, on September 14th, 2019, we, as a family, we had a new cross to bear. I love to not have to carry it. Love to not have to deal with it. And I'm so grateful and, and, and I'm reminded of so many people over these past year and a half who when we couldn't carry just one more minute, there were people in this church, your cards, your letters, your phone calls, your text messages, helped to lift the load if just for a moment. See, when you leave today, I want you to be motivated to be on the lookout for somebody who can't carry their cross one more minute. And you're going to be the Simon. You're going to be the person that is just going to step up and, and, and you're a hero. And you don't feel like a hero and you don't want to be a hero. But you're stepping up in a in beautiful moment in time where you can carry, pick up someone's cross when they're ready to throw in the towel and give up. We went to dinner with um, some friends this week that, that, that helped to carry our cross when we were in Atlanta. We went out to, they took us to La Cantina Steakhouse. Wasn't carrying much of a cross, I was carrying a T-bone. <laughs> but a beautiful couple who, who, who just, I didn't expect it. Didn't think that they would ever do it, but, but, but Bill and Leanne packed up a U-Haul and brought furniture and clothes all the way from Orlando to Atlanta. And they even took our family portrait, which we have on our fireplace. And when I walked into that home in Atlanta, our temporary home, the first thing I looked at was a, our family portrait on the fireplace reminded me of home. I never dreamed that Bill and Leanne would, would, would be like Simon. And for them, it wasn't that big a deal, but it was a big deal for us because we couldn't carry the cross one more moment, but God used people like you, all people all over Central Florida that just stepped up and helped to carry our cross. I'm so grateful. You see, when you carry a cross, there will be a time, there will be a moment where you won't be able to carry it just one more day, but God will bring somebody into your life to help you carry your cross. Can I get an Amen. Let me move this thing around here so I can get get back to my notes. Number three, when you carry a cross, you'll be surprised who steps up and carries your cross. Now, this is not meant as a political statement. But I want to remind you today that Simon was an immigrant. He was from northern Africa. Not sure why he was relocating from Africa to the Holy Land, but I think it's ironic that God picked an African immigrant to pick up The cross of Christ, when Christ could no longer carry his cross. You see, God uses unusual people to accomplish his mission and his goal. He'll even use immigrants from a different country that looks differently, that talks differently, that acts differently. That is, that is different. God has a, a beautiful sense of humor when he picks people that you wouldn't ever think that they would be the ones that would help carry your cross. And yet God will orchestrate a Simon. And you'll be surprised by the people who are going to step up and carry your cross. Let me just add this quickly. I think sometimes when you're in your darkest moment, you're surprised at the people who don't help you pick up your cross. The very people that that, that you would think would be there. It's usually the people closest to you. It's usually the people that you you would think they would be the ones who would be the first ones. And when you're carrying a cross, I would just say this. Don't have any expectations about who is going to carry your cross because you'll be surprised who does and you'll be surprised who doesn't. Number three, if you're still with me, let me hear an amen. I love this one. When you carry a cross, you will understand the mystery of suffering. Everyone say mystery. The mystery of suffering. Look in your notes, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 6 and 9. It says this, in all this, circle those first th- three words, in all this. You see, because I don't believe that we need to thank God for this. We need to thank God in this. In all this... You greatly rejoice, though now for a little while. Everyone say little while. I find comfort in that word, a little while. Because what it tells me is that although we are disciples of Jesus Christ, and we are commanded to follow him with a cross, There will be a time where we will no longer have to carry a cross. In a little while. You may be here today and you say, Pastor Scott, I've been carrying my cross for for 80 years, for 50 years, for 30 years. And in the big scheme of things, in light of eternity, as long as you've been carrying that cross, it's still... A little while. Can I get an amen? amen? And the suffering, the mystery of the suffering, the mystery of the cross, the weight of the cross, the awkwardness of the cross, it's mysterious, but you're only having to carry it for a little while. Because look what Peter says. For you have had to suffer griefs in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith. Of greater worth than gold, which perishes even through, though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Church, look at me. When you carry your cross with dignity, when you carry your cross as an honor, Christ is revealed through the mystery of the suffering that we are going through. He gets the glory. He gets the honor. He gets the praise. And all we have to do is carry our cross. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your soul. I've given you some room in your notes. I want you to write these uh, uh, things down very quickly. We don't have time. I call them cross tests. This is what will be tested when you carry a cross. There's there's seven of them. Number one, the first thing that's gonna be tested is your attitude. Second thing that's gonna be tested when you carry a cross is your motives. The third thing that's gonna be tested is your patience. How many know what I'm talking about? Number four, Your endurance is gonna be tested. Your strength is gonna be tested. Your perseverance is gonna be tested. And most importantly, your character is gonna be tested. I would love today for us to spend a few moments and me complain to you about how hard this is to carry this cross. I would love to be able to spend a few minutes and, 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 and just complain to you about how difficult this is and how awkward this is, and how this is cumbersome, and how this is not easy for me to do, and this thing's getting heavy. I would love to be able to do that, but see, when you carry a cross, it's gonna be awkward, it's gonna be hard, it's gonna be difficult, and your character is gonna be tested. And the best thing I can tell you is when you carry a cross, carry it with a smile, carry it with the grace carrying it with the understanding that you realize you're not going to have to carry it forever, in a little while, we're going to exchange our crosses for crowns. It's not going to be forever. You're not always going to have to carry this cross. But the old rugged, rugged cross is good for us because it produces in us character. And I don't ever want to spend time complaining and moaning and groaning and, and, and getting on the internet telling how bad my cross is. Your character is going to be tested when you carry the cross. Can I get an amen? Pardon me as I move over this. Point number four. Bruce, if you can go to the keyboard and hopefully you can come up here and carry my cross for me. <laughs> number five. I love this. When you carry a cross, you will discover that this instrument of death actually brings life. Powerful. The cross is an instrument of death, but it brings life. You are better because of the cross. The cross makes you better. The cross makes you more like Christ. I caution you not to follow people who don't carry a cross because the cross makes you better and more like Christ. Look what the Bible says. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. If you're thankful for the cross, let me hear an amen. amen. Write this down quickly. Without the cross, you become self-centered. You become selfish. You become self-focused. You become self-absorbed. You become self-made, and you become self-supported. Without the cross, you and I become selfish. And the world says it's foolishness. But the reason at this church we have a 25-foot wooden cross during Lent is because the cross makes us better. I know it's painful. I know it's heavy. I know it's awkward. I know you don't want to carry it another day. But in a weird way, the world calls it foolish, in a weird way, the cross that we carry makes us better. And I'm grateful for the old wooden cross. Number six, quickly as we close. When you carry a cross, you will receive grace to continue. Everyone say grace. Amazing grace. Grace that will give you the power to wake up another day and when you want to quit, when you want to throw in the towel, when you want to abandon your cross, God says to you today, my grace is sufficient for you. I know it's painful. I know it's hard. I know it's awkward. I know it's cumbersome. I know you want to avoid it, but my grace is sufficient for you. I wrote this down this morning when I woke up in preparation for today's sermon. Watch this. The grace of the cross helps you to see Christ clear. The grace of the cross helps you to hear his voice Sharper. The grace of the cross will help you to feel Christ's presence closer. The grace of the cross will help you to walk straighter. And I love this one. The grace of the cross will cause your heart to be softer. How many of you here today and you want to see Christ clearer? How many of you here want to walk straight? How many of you want to hear his voice and feel his presence and have your heart softened? It's the cross that softens our hearts. It's the cross that helps us to see Christ clear. It's the cross that helps us to hear his voice. It's the old rugged cross. And when some churches and denominations are abandoning the cross, I'm going to cling to the old wooden cross. And when it's heavy, and when it's awkward, I want to embrace that cross because it's when I embrace the cross that I see Christ clear. I hear his voice. I walk straighter. And my heart is softer because of the cross. I'm glad for the old rugged cross. I'm glad today that Tom Rudowski built this beautiful, beautiful wooden cross to remind us that during Lent, we need men and women like Simon to be sensitive and to hear God's voice and to pick up someone else's cross when they can't carry their own cross. It's the cross of Christ the grace of Christ that gives us the ability to continue to carry our cross. Would you stand up across the auditorium today? At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith, I received my sight. And now I am happy all the day, singing again church at the cross, at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away it was there by faith i received my sight and now i am happy I pray today that God would raise up men and women in Pine Castle. That would have the spirit of Simon, of Cyrene. An African immigrant in a different country, speaking a different language, but yet the moment Christ could no longer carry his cross, he stepped up and he heard and he obeyed. He carried the cross of Christ. Today, as you leave, you're not only leaving with a small little wooden cross in your pocket or purse, but we're gonna do something that we've never done at this church. In the lobby as you leave, it it, it would be convenient, let me warn you, to exit over here to my right and to your left out this front door, because it's in the lobby that we're gonna have two crosses. And as you leave today, we've got ushers and thank God they're strong. I want you to feel, if just for a second, the weight of a cross. I know some of you are frail. I know some of you are weak. For some of you, this could be very, very awkward, but I think as we prepare ourselves for Easter, when we worship in Lent season, it's appropriate for us just to feel physically the weight that Simon felt as he carried Christ's cross. It's not to imply that your cross is not heavy. It's not to imply that the the, the weight of your situation is, is, is not cumbersome and awkward and difficult. But it's a physical reminder today as you leave. The ushers are going to just give you the opportunity. And you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. But they're going to give you the chance, the opportunity of just having the weight of that cross on your shoulder just for a second. And the call to action today is that this week, I want you to open your ears like Simon. I want you to walk in supreme power and say, Holy Spirit, if there's someone in my life that that, that I can reach out to, if just for a moment and carry their cross, help me to be sensitive and help me to be bold and help me to be full of your spirit. to Step out of a comfort zone and reach across the aisle. Reach across the street. Reach across the internet. And simply carry Someone's cross, it's just for a moment. You might be surprised when you carry someone else's cross how thankful you are for your cross. Just a thought. Now, may the Lord bless you keep you may the lord make his face to shine upon you may the power of the holy spirit raise up simons in this church who are willing to carry the cross of christ in the name of the father son and holy spirit Amen and amen.